morning. We are back. I'm Janine. This is Get the Funk Out. And my next guest epitomizes that as well. Just like Holly Miranda, she had a story uh, and all kinds of great details to share. I don't know if you've missed her, but uh, her complete bio and all the info in our conversation will be up on the show blog in a little bit. Get the Funk Out show. But right now, Brett Fleischman is standing by. And he's an author, and he has a great sense of humor. He's written a bunch of uh, fantastic poetry books for kids, and he's standing by right now. Good morning, Brett. Hi, good morning. Hi. So congratulations on your books. Um, I was really intrigued because you have this great sense of humor. Uh, Tell me about how you discovered poetry. I guess you were in your early 40s. Yeah, so my background is about as non-traditional as a children's poet can possibly get. (laughs) Um, I grew up and was really more focused on math and science and even finance. Uh, I think that those all came very, very naturally to me. So when I graduated from high school and I went to college, I studied economics. Um, When I finished my undergrad, I ended up working uh, for an economic consulting firm, and then eventually I ended up going to business school, and uh, for my MBA, I studied investment management. In fact... Okay, that's total opposite. (laughs) Yeah, for the last 17 years, I've been working in the investment management industry. Mm -hmm. And so um, poetry is definitely not something that I wrote a lot of growing up. Um, I did absolutely love Shel Silverstein. So oh, yeah. he was, without question, one of my favorites. But the, the reality is um, what prompted me to start writing poetry um, was unfortunate, um, but yet it had a huge impact on my life. And that is, um, uh, I guess it was about four years ago that I had come to the realization that I was going to end up going through a divorce. Mm -hmm. And um, at the time, my boys were 10 years old and 8 years old. And uh, it's a very, very stressful thing to go through for for anybody, Um, with kids, without children. Sure. um, I just think it's a a really difficult moment in your life. And the reality is, um, you know, if I were lying on a sofa and I had a psychiatrist evaluating me, um, I'm pretty sure what that person would say is you were looking for an outlet. Maybe it was subconsciously, but you were looking for some escape. And so what I ended up doing was uh, writing one poem. And uh, the poem was called Nuts for You. I haven't published it yet. Um, And I showed it to my two boys, and I just said, you know, what do you guys think of this? And they said uh, they thought it was really interesting, and I had no idea if it was good or not. Um, in fact, looking at the first version of it, it was terrible, <laughs> but, um, but I loved it. It was so much fun to write something and to use a different side of my brain, Yes. and so I just kept doing it. Um, and for, for the next two years, I literally wrote poems nonstop. And it was, Amazing. without question, such an important element in helping me get through just an unbelievably stressful personal part of my life. 
And they weren't just uh, any old poems. There, there's a humorous side to them. So how did you find your funny bone in all this? Well, thankfully, um, I'm really, really immature. And okay. so um, <laughs> being able to write something silly is, it comes quite naturally. I mean, I say it sort of tongue-in-cheek, but um, I've, always, um, I've always been pretty quick-witted. Um, and I've always, you know, growing up, I was definitely the class clown in a totally respectful way, of course. Yes. Um, but that is something that I think I inherited from my, from my mom's father. He uh, uh, was a wonderful man, very, very quick-witted, lots of good one-liners. Mm-hmm. Um, and I loved, you know, I grew up with just being fascinated with funny you know, whether it was Shel Silverstein. Right. Um, I was a huge fan of, like, Garfield. Um, to this day, I don't think there's a better show on TV that's ever been produced than The Simpsons. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and for me, it's not just funny. It's, um, I, I really like what I, what I would call smart humor. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's, <clears throat> it's a little bit hard to define that, but... Um, I don't know if you're familiar with a show called Arrested Development. Yes. Okay. I, I think that might be the best sitcom that's ever been made. And um, it wasn't a huge hit, right. although it did have an absolutely powerful cult following. Mm-hmm. And I think the problem with the show was it had so many quirky, understated twists that a lot of it ended up just going over people's heads. I was just right. too many quirky things. And so things that are a little bit off-color, um, a little bit subtle and nuanced, um, that type of humor I find especially appealing. And it's, it's funny when you, we talked before we went on, on air, um, when you have kids, you kind of do this verbal volleyball. I know I used to do it with my dad where he says something funny and I come up with something really fast. And you, you just start thinking in a quick way and about humorous everyday things. Yeah, it's totally true. Um, I have two boys right now. Um, one is about to turn um, 15. In fact, his birthday is in five days, so that's a great reminder that I need to get him a present. Okay. Um, <laughs> the other boy um, is 12 and a half. And my younger son, Dylan, is from a humor perspective, he's literally a carbon copy of me. And it's um, it's, it's so interesting. <laughs> I know it's good. It's good and it's bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> be, be careful what you wish. Yeah. Um, he he actually um, went to the movies with a girl for the first time, and um, after the movie, I said, "How did it go?" And he said, "Well, I was, you know, I was nervous." And I'm like, "Well, you know, that makes sense. It's your mm-hmm. first time going on a you know a date or going out with somebody." Right. I said, what do, you th- what do you think she likes about you the most? Mm-hmm. And he immediately said, I'm pretty funny. And, uh, and when he said that, I thought to myself, it's a great quality to have. You know, if you can laugh about yourself, yeah. if you can make other people laugh, um, I just think it's a, it's a gift. And if you're able to share that with someone, um, you know, what a, what a pleasure that is. Absolutely. And especially when it's not forced humor, you're not trying to be funny, you're just naturally doing being yourself and thinking you know in a quick way i think it's great i'd have a quick-witted response here but i've got nothing (laughs) so (laughs) we'll segue into your book toilet trouble um so tell me how do you come up with all these different titles toilet trouble was this in the age of potty training or what what was that like 
So I've sort of adopted the Shel Silverstein approach, which is um, the book title is just one of the poems, um, one of the poem titles within the book, and it's just a collection of poems. So it's not just about um, toilet humor. Um, There is one poem specifically called Toilet Trouble. Um, It's about a brother and a sister, um, and the brother... um, basically shares the bathroom with his sister, much like I did. Mm-hmm. And she's always saying, go and put, you know, put the seat down after you go to the bathroom. You know, sometimes, you know, boys stand up. And he said, you know, why, why should I do that? I, I know you'll do it. And she gets frustrated with that. And then one time after he leaves the seat up, she says, you know what, I'm not going to put it down for him. And, of course, the next time he goes to the bathroom, he falls in the toilet. <laughs> um, so, you know, in this book, there are 20 poems. Mm-hmm. None of the other poems have anything to do with that. Um, but I did um, like the concept. Um, you know, Shel Silverstein has Where the Sidewalk Ends, and yes. that's one of 130 poems in his book. And by the way, I really like your illustrators on your books. If the Earth is Round is another one of your books, Take a Hike. I mean, that, that really moves the book along, grabs your attention. Yeah, I, thank you. I, uh, I wish I could take credit for it. All I can take credit for is finding the illustrator. Um, for the beginner and intermediate books, his name is uh, David Harston. Mm-hmm. He's fantastic. I mean, he's, he's not only an absolutely brilliant illustrator, um, but he's just a great person. He's become a very close friend, even though I've never actually met him. He lives in Kansas. Um, but what I, what I love about his illustrations and the way we work together is a lot of times when I write a poem... In fact, I was just in a, um, an elementary, a preschool, and I was discussing this very topic. Um, a lot of times, if you just read the poem and didn't have an illustration, it wouldn't make any sense. Right. But the poem indirectly alludes to something, and then the illustration brings it out. And I think that's such a, an interesting concept. You know, as I'm writing the poem myself, I'm thinking, okay, well, what would the illustration need to be in order for this to work for the reader. Um, and so there are lots of examples of that um, throughout my books, um, including um, in the book um, Toilet Trouble. I love it. So uh, we have to wrap up soon, but where can people find out more about you? Yeah, so I think you know the easiest thing to do is either um, you can check out my website. So that is um, www.com. Brett Fleischman, B R E T T F L E I S H M A N dot com. Um, I have an author page on Amazon where all of the books are listed. That's probably one of the easiest ways to um, learn more about my background. And I have a lot of um, posts on Instagram and Facebook in particular, and that can be found by typing in. Funny bone tickling poetry. <laughs> That's cute. I love it. And uh, you live in Boston. I was telling you I lived in Boston as well, many years. I do. I live in Boston, and I absolutely love it here. Um, I'm originally from Philadelphia, so it's um, beyond painful um, being around a bunch of sports teams that win all the time, <laughs> and coming from a town that seems like a perpetually star-crossed sports franchise uh, or sports city. But um, it's a wonderful place to live, um, and it's a wonderful place to visit, and it's definitely home for me now. I think it's great. And I I love how you juggle 
you know, your previous work you're still doing and uh, your writing. I think that's fantastic. Well, thank you. I really appreciate it. It's, it keeps me pretty busy, but um, I wouldn't have it any other way. I think it's great. Brett, thank you so much for calling into the show. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate your time. My pleasure. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was author Brett Fleischman calling in to talk about uh, his his life or his segue into poetry writing, and he's written a bunch of really funny, quirky kids' books. Uh, there's wordplay and puzzles and all kinds of different things with uh, his great sense of humor. Uh, if you want to find out more about Brett, visit brettfleischman.com, and all his info is on my show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. We'll take a little break, and then we're going to be talking to uh, hilarious Twitter sensation writer Dan Duvall. He's joining me to talk about this really funny documentary called Funny Tweets, and I had a chance to screen it over the weekend. It's It has uh, Andy Richter in it, uh, Alec Sulkin from Family Guy, Matt Selman from The Simpsons, Damian Fahey, I'm probably not pronouncing his name right, from Family Guy, um, a whole bunch of other people, Danny Zucker, and uh, Funny Tweets. That's coming up in just a little bit. You are listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine.